This is What's That About? The show where we look at the things that make us wonder, what is that about? Uh, today's topic is flipping the bird. Don, so today we're looking at flipping the bird. Now, I'm going to say at the at the outset, it's very hard to explain what flipping the bird means without swearing. Um, I'm just going to put that out there. Yep. Um, even Wikipedia, this is how Wikipedia describes what flipping the bird means. You ready? Yep. You Hang on, are we going to we going to beep these out? Yeah, we're going to need the beep. Definitely. Okay, need I'll beep. get I'll get it ready. Okay. In Western culture. The finger is an obscene hand gesture. It communicates moderate to extreme contempt and is roughly equivalent in meaning to f off, f you, shove it up yours, and This is Wikipedia? That, that is from Wikipedia. That's peer reviewed as well. That's what I like. <laughs> Look at references. Who has what do the references that? say? Man in a car. <laughs> He's just been cut off. <laughs> um, so, Don, why do we flip the bird? What is that about? Well, it's, it actually dates back a really long time. It says the gesture can be traced back to the ancient Greeks two and a half thousand years ago. Why did the ancient Greeks use it? It was like a, it was a sign of the phallus. So, basically, it represented the penis. And so the middle finger someone, represents the penis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It actually was a really, really strong insult. And there's sort of vague references to it throughout history. Um, it came up in a play at one point. There was one guy, a Roman emperor, who used to do it quite a lot. So they used to sort of show people the middle finger and it was like, I'm a man and I'm more manly than you. And to be fair, it is the biggest finger on the hand. So that makes sense. Um, if I wanted and- any of my fingers to look like my penis, it would be the middle one. That yeah, would exactly. Be- you don't want the pinky. <laughs> no, no. As a side note, so in, in Greece and like Rome, it was the biggest finger on the hand that represented the penis. In Afghanistan and Iran, it was the thumb. The what thumb. A ro- that's a rookie mistake. You don't, you don't choose the thumb. <laughs> it's because if it's an insult, it should be the little finger. It should be the thumb. The middle finger is like, well, no, I, well I think it's saying, it's a- this is my penis. And like this, ah. Roman, this Roman emperor who made people kiss it. So this is really one effeminate guy in particular who he used to sort of demand that he kiss his finger as like a really big insult. Right, right. And um, he eventually got assassinated. So <laughs> by <laughs> by the effeminate guy. Right. Yeah. I also read that if the way that they used to do it also with you know how you can kind of get your your the two fingers either side of your middle finger and when you hold those up halfway when you're giving the finger, they're meant to represent the testicles. That's what each finger on really? either side represents. That's that's like the proper way to do it. So it's kind of gets to its original meaning. Really? I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't read that at all. That's interesting. Yeah. But I, some people do do that. I thought it was just, they were just being lazy. Um, I thought they were doing like a whole unique style to it. But apparently, that's the proper way to do it. You get your your two the side fingers up halfway. And in some circles in Greece, it was kind of a gesture that would represented that you would easily submit to anal intercourse. Is that was the intention behind the uh, the? If you gave the, the finger, if you gave it, you're telling to the other person, mate, you would easily uh, submit to anal intercourse, and that was like an insult um, in those times. So that's kind of the origins of it. I did a little bit of research around why we call it why it's called flipping the bird. Yep. 
um, as the as the phrase. And apparently, back in the nineteenth century in Britain, when people used to put on plays in the theatre, they would it used to be called to give him the big bird was actually the act of hissing someone who was on stage, and the hiss was actually meant to sound like a goose who was who was angry. Oh, um, right. And then that evolved to giving the bird was actually a gesture to convey the same thing. And that's kind of where that, that linked back to all the historical stuff. So that's where the phrase flipping the bird came from. Yeah, that's quite interesting. Did anything else come up on your research around the middle finger? Well, I actually read that it actually had to go underground in the 1600s because uh, the Pope didn't like it. Ooh, he put a ban and on it, the middle finger. He put a ban on the middle finger, but it was still... Those little clubs, I think, that used to get, just get together and give each other the finger just to keep it alive. <laughs> and and it basically sort of stayed underground. People used to do it just on the sly until photography came about. And it sort of, I think a baseball player did it in some, in 1800s, a really early photograph. And it sort of, it was quite famous and it took off from there. Um, right. And it kind of had a resurgence, a resurgence. Yeah, yeah. Have, when was the last time you gave someone the finger in a serious way? Uh, I think I've only done it once in my life. Yeah. What was and, that? Well, I think it was in the car. It's always in the car. <laughs> in the, so, the safety of a locked vehicle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, generally, and generally, if they're going in the opposite direction to me, then that just makes it even a bit better. If, it's, if they're going next to you, they can slow down and there's trouble town. Oh, there are too many traffic lights to be mucking around with that kind of behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, though, uh, one of my friends from uni, when we first started hanging out, she, if someone was doing something dodgy on the road, she was popping it off all over the place. <laughs> she was just, and I was the driver, so I'm like, what are you doing? You have to wait for my go-ahead. There should be two buttons, like two, you know, like when you're setting off a nuclear bomb. You need two people to agree in the car <laughs> before you give someone the bird in the car, because... I'm the one that's going to have to do something about it. That's exactly the thing. Yeah. Like, that is exactly right. You're the one that's going to get punched in the head. Yeah. Um, we had this situation <laughs> the other day where Tamara was driving along and she was looking at some bikers on the side of the road and was mouthing something, like talking to me while looking at them. So, all they saw was this woman looking at them and saying something. And I'm and like, did they react? what are you doing? Stop talking. Yeah. Let's try that. <laughs> I was freaking out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I've never... Given anyone the finger seriously. Yeah, I've only done it once. Have you yeah. ever been tempted? No, I'm still not, not in my repertoire. Have you like, ever pulled out the uh, the lesser offensive two fingers up? You know, the <laughs> thing that's beginning... <laughs> it, it gets a bad rap these days, but... It's uh, gone out of fashion. It's, it has gone oh, out of fashion. it's well out of fashion. It's a very 80s thing. Um, no, I've never done that either. I, I think it's thinking, int- actually, in light of uh, our recent research, does that mean that the person has two penises? That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know whether it's about I just want to avoid conflict at all costs. Like I just I just think this is never gonna like you didn't, the point of giving the finger, it's never gonna lead to anything good. Like it's either gonna end in a conflict or yeah. just something like what I don't see what the point of it is. It never changes anything. I just it's I don't like the point. You, you get you do something annoying, you get given the finger, and then you're like Oh, good point, actually. Yeah, no, I'll, <laughs> just, learn, I'll learn from that. Thanks, thanks for that constructive <laughs> criticism. <laughs> did you see that thing that did the rounds of a mum who, whose baby wouldn't sleep? So she used to give the baby the finger when it was sleeping on her and she put it up on social media and it kind of went mm. viral and there was such an outrage uh, around it. Oh, the, the Facebook mum groups would have gone nuts on that, I oh. imagine. They were hating it. There was a, there was a little because at the time it went around. Our second child was not sleeping, and there was a little bit of me that was like, 
Yeah, I can totally see why she's doing that. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. He's so frustrating. You know when people have... I think every single parent, when they've got a new child, you know, the child accidentally gives the finger. You know, the finger just rests in this place that looks <laughs> yeah. like they're going to and then they take a photo and up it goes on Facebook like it's never happened ever. It's like the first baby that's ever done. Look, she's giving the finger. <laughs> I think I'm guilty of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone is. I probably am too. <laughs> it's like the height of wit is to take a photo. It's like no one's done it before. <laughs> Do you remember when you're at, at school and like a teacher would be counting on their fingers and usually when they got to the third oh, thing they were counting, yeah. they would just give the class the finger for about 20 minutes and everyone would just be cracking up while they're unknowingly flipping the bird to the whole class. I have multiple memories of that happening. <laughs> and you can't tell me they weren't doing it on purpose. That's oh, the yeah, one that, way they could. <laughs> they were giving some back. Don't worry about that. What I didn't, I couldn't find out. You know the history of like the, the camouflage finger? You know, like you scratch your face with, with your rude finger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Couldn't find a lot of information on that, but uh, whoever made that up is... It's a genius, I reckon. A genius move. Well, the other thing I really like is, you know, the sort of... It's not so much camouflage, but the creative ways of giving the finger. Like the... You wind up your hand and then... Ah, uh, yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah, that's... <laughs> or the peel of the banana. That's a classic. <laughs> Excellent. Here's my finger. Here's my thumb. Here's my peace sign. Minus one. Nice. Thank you very much. Thank yes. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, me either. <laughs> That was on the finger website. <laughs> um, did anything else come up in your research? Uh, not so much on flipping the bird, but I did come across a bunch of other sort of hand signals, which uh, they were sort of interesting. Yeah. I thought. Hit so, me with them. Hit me with them. Well, you know, the AOK sign. So yeah. you sort of make a, a circle with your thumb and your finger, and then the other fingers sort of come up. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's a lot of countries where that's impolite. For us, it means that everything's going okay. You know, in like a lot of other countries, like in Europe, it says the gesture um, is an insult and it represents that the person is a zero. So if you you do that, it's Ooh. almost the equivalent of giving the finger. You're a zero. In, yeah, yeah. And in South America and the Middle East, uh, the hand gesture is exponentially more inflammatory, replacing the declaration of one's paltry self-worth with the phrase, you are the last sphincter of the GI tract. There you go. That's That's what it means. I don't know if that's a direct translation, but uh, I guess it represents the uh, the bum bum. That's yeah. that is, the bot bot. That's heavy hitting. Yeah. The I like the evolution of the different hand gestures over time. How like it it started with the handshake as kind of the way of saying, "Hey, I'm not carrying a weapon," and my right hand's my sword holding hand, and his hand of peace. Yeah, um, yeah. And how that kind of evolved to like a low five, which was like a lazy informal version of a handshake. But it wasn't like until like the mid to late 1970s when through sports, the high five was invented. And then around a bit later than that, the fist bump was invented through, they reckon through either through NBA players or um, like a kind of a comic that was around in the 1970s with two of the main characters. The fist bump was related to the high five. Yeah, that's interesting. The fist bump followed the high five. Mm. Um, and there are some people that reckon it was because it was more hygienic, but I think for the most part, it was just cooler. It is pretty cool. It is oh, very so cool. much cooler. I always so thought, you know, cooler. basketballers, they're the only people in the world that are keeping up the, uh, the high 10. No one else <laughs> is doing the high 10. That died in 1965, but they're, they're keeping it up. Any high 10, low 10, any 10 is a basketball <laughs> staple. The thing about the high five is 
that um, when I give someone a high five, like just unconsciously, I get a little burst of like I don't, there's just something I like. <laughs> what, hang on, let's examine what that actually is. I don't. What does that mean? <laughs> I just find it enjoyable. I get a little. I get a little burst of joy inside me when I give a high five. Is that odd? Is that odd? It just remind me never to give you a high five ever again. That's, that's I'm surprised weird. I don't ask for more high fives. I'm surprised you don't. <laughs> but there are, there have been there's been this really cool study done where they looked at basketball teams and how much high fiving and fist bumping and kind of physical contact they had. They did like an analysis early in the season of how much of that was going on. And they were able to predict statistically how that team would go at the end of the season. And they oh, it correlated. It correlated really highly. And they controlled for all these things such as how good the team was in the last season and how good each of the players were on the team. And it was able to predict it pretty accurately. And there's this really cool theory around... Well, you know it's not a cool theory when you say a cool theory. It's like a, mm. it's like, like a teacher at school trying to get the kids interested but yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, there's this theory which is essentially like physical touch between humans is like a mental shortcut to kind of say I'm on your side so we can worry less about stresses in our environment and focus more on getting the job done so like there's an argument for like high fives to be happening in workplaces just to get that bonding happening and to reduce kind of that stress yeah I found, yeah, that, yeah. I found that pretty interesting another point actually which I just remembered it's kind of related, you know, so giving the finger is sort of the history is, you know, representing the penis. Yeah. I actually found out, I read recently that, well, you know, the common thing is that the size of your foot represents your penis size. Apparently it doesn't and nothing on the body does except for the index finger. There's like a strong correlation between the size of the index finger and the size of the penis. Really? Yeah. Because you never hear, it's always the foot or the hand width or... Some other bizarre things. It's the, no, the index length of finger. the index finger. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. There you go. Um, anything else come up on your research? You know, the it has a couple of names. It's called the dahlia or the fig, which I never knew. But you know when you steal a little kid's nose and you have like your, your thumb going through your two fingers? Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Apparently that um, has got quite the history and it it's called the dahlia or the fig because um, bearing resemblance to a fig, apparently... Common slang for the genitals of both sexes. Jeez, the... Everything is just about... Uh... It's... <laughs> the hand is just there. It's being used for all manner of insults. Yeah, it's um... bad. But in Turkey, it's used to reject an offer with contempt and is considered extremely offensive. I assume that isn't after stealing their nose. I think that's just a thing on their own. And then Russian internet <laughs> jargon uses the gesture to refer to Control-Alt-Delete. That's the gesture so for Control-Alt-Delete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know... <laughs> It's weird. It's funny these things. We've both done a bit of travel. I, I can never imagine being in any of these countries and doing a hand gesture that would have seen me get into strife. Like, nah, like the OK never. symbol. Yeah. yeah. How, like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> no way. Mm. Um, I read one thing about the, you know, the Hail Hitler salute? Yeah. It's called, it's, called the, it's called the Bellamy salute. Apparently, American school kids used to do it when they were saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And the author of the Pledge of Allegiance actually invented that gesture. And then mm. when the Nazis started using it, all the schools in America had to awkwardly one morning change the gesture to the hand across the heart, which is kind of why that, that change had to happen. Yeah, right. It's a little fun fact there. Yeah, that was good. 
You need any more Nazi fun facts? You know where to come. <laughs> <laughs> the only other one I've got is crossed fingers. Apparently, when you cross your fingers for luck, the the crossing of the fingers is meant to represent the sign of the cross and being used to ward off evil. That's the yeah. um, the backstory to the crossed fingers. Oh, very good. I know you've been staying up at night worrying about that. I have. I have. Thanks for that. That's all I've got on the middle finger and hand gestures. How about you? I'm done. Um, okay, cool. We'll uh, catch you next time. Cool, bye. Bye. <laughs>